All right. Question is, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. <laughs> Three, two, one. Folks, happy Thursday night. It's a beautiful night for Music on Main. I mean, this, this weather in Buffalo now, the hot streak that we're on, absolutely incredible. It's Trainwreck Tonight, episode 172, featuring Futures with Maniac. I'm your host, The General Show sponsor, Pazda Electric. Folks, considering a residential or commercial electrical project, and consider our friends at Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. From new house wiring, main service upgrades, to troubleshooting issues, Pazda Electric, licensed and insured all over Erie County. Mention Trainwreck Sports or say this train never stops and get a free house surge protector with every service upgrade. Pause the electric, 716-698-2711. Maniac, we got to start the show with the hottest topic right now, I feel like, and that is sports in the United States. Is it going to happen? You see everyone over in Europe, they're having a great time. They're having sports. Korean baseball, their fans are going to be coming back. Korean bands, baseball is dancing on us at this point. It's sad. It's a joke. And you see like all, you know, like the action network, you know, DDZ, all these people tweeting about sports potentially coming back. And you see the comments, oh, enough. Sports aren't coming back. It doesn't matter why you're tweeting about it. And you saw, you know, you see conferences now in college football are literally now going to an all-conference slate, which I had to bring this up first because what does that mean? UB was supposed to go to Ohio State this year. And what does that mean for UB? A big payday of $1.8 million that this university now is probably going to lose out on. Well, yeah, you go to those games for what reason? To get your ass whooped, but to get paid. And, yeah, Lakata and Khalil Mack went there a few years ago. That's actually more than a few years ago now. And they, put, they kept it close. And I wanted to They got that screwed. Money. They got screwed. You remember? Illegal, hands to the face. Illegal hands to the yeah. face. Are you kidding me? Are you just, kidding me? That, 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 UB had all the momentum at that point. Oh, dude. If they had the ball at the one-yard line after that play. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the biggest thing. The Big Ten's going to a conference-only slate. You know, you've already seen the Ivy League is done until, what, 2021. UB's now missing out on $1.8 million. Were there other conferences today that are now moving to a conference slate only? I saw, yeah, I saw the conference is going to conference only. And then, yeah, the other big news out of the uh, NFL with the, uh, you know, six feet apart post game and, and, no, and no, no jersey exchanges. Oh, I saw. Forbidden. You, you quote tweeted Feliciano today, I think? Well, I quote Feliciano who's talking about how dumb it was. And, and that's basically what everybody said. Sherman, you know, the voice yeah. of reason came out and said it was ridiculous. <laughs> And then Mama Ferguson, who wants to see her sons, you know, get to do this, she goes, we'll do it in our backyard if we have to. I love that. I love that rebellious nature. Classic Ferguson. And that's – the thing with the NFL now is, like, people are talking about fans. We were talking about, what, you know, two weeks ago back in Diane about, you know, who's going to be allowed to go. And they're calling season ticket holders and saying, you know, let's, let's focus on 2021 right now. And it's like – you hear the Ravens, they put out that statement that 15,000 fans might be allowed there. So it's like, how is that possible? So how can you have 15,000 fans in Baltimore? What if Pittsburgh's zero and Cleveland's 50,000? 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like the NFL has to do it together. It can't be some stadiums here, some stadiums empty, right? Yeah, no, the idea, I mean, they did say two weeks ago or whatever, it was going to be up to the discretion, but I think that was their way of like not pissing everybody off and saying there were going to be no fans. Now they want to want to see what teams are doing. And I think business-wise, it doesn't really hurt to say like we have limited tickets and we're going to have tickets like because they might not have tickets. So they're just kind of preparing for a situation where maybe they will. I do not see, yeah, like, like you said, Steelers with no fans and then letting them go to, you know, Ravens, which is going crazy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, we are now almost halfway through July already. Pretty crazy to say. Things are changing on a daily basis. I mean, are you seeing, like, the Lockport Drive-In as the place yeah. to be for big-time sporting events? NFL? I think I think I very well could become a drive-in guy. I mean, let's face it. You're going to have NBA. You yep. might have NHL. I'd, still, I'd put NHL at, like, 60 65%. I think I – think, Every time a day goes by where they don't say they're canceling it, I think a, 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 the, live, the live odds have to go a little bit in that direction, yep. right? Yep. So I see that that way. But, yeah, I mean, I would – I don't get me wrong. I, I'm okay with, you know, maybe a couple people over in social distancing and watching the action. But driving sounds like a great option. If you could see multiple screens at once as well, if they could put a quad screen on oh. one driving screen, let's go. And they're offering, like, free beef on wax sandwiches? Free bow. Free bow. I think they're going to have Thomas Takeover with gloves and a hazmat suit just throwing them out. It's going to be huge. I mean, and how funny. Got to bring up the NBA and these players commenting on these, on these you know, the food, the hotel yeah. situation. Rondo, Rondo, not very happy. What, is this a La Quinta, the comments below it? Like... The funny thing is, is low-key, everybody has stayed at a La Quinta because it's just been, like, 2 a.m. and you drove somewhere and you decided to, like, gosh, everyone is here. That's why it's so funny. It's so relatable. Great tweet by Rondo. Or great uh, Instagram story. Yeah, I mean, and here's the deal. Do these players all think they're going to stay in, like, five-star suites, like penthouse? Like, that's not going to happen. I mean, I, I mean, I definitely, if I was a player – like, cause like, I don't think, I think they, they're just getting like a block of rooms, right? So you're not yeah. going to get like any super suites or anything yeah. like you said, but yeah, if I was a player, I guess I would have hoped like, you know, if I like Rondo, what, what, he, what team is Rondo even on right now? He, he made his way off the Lakers, right? I do. I, but I'm saying like, like if I'm a star of a team, especially I'm thinking they're like making some concessions, like, and like maybe like, you know moving the beds together if, if it's like in a double room you know or something that makes a little bit more sense than just walking in and seeing the same room that you know you or I would walk into it to him and I get it like you're saying you, you're you're not you're not going to get a super sweep but yeah maybe something a little bit better it's still saying he's a Laker he's still on the Lakers okay all right but oh Laker maybe LeBron wants him off the team that bad they get there he wants a clear spot for J.R. Smith yeah so out of NBA, NHL, MLB, what is your sport out of those three that like most likely come back in July? Or, I think right now NBA has come back. And this is the I, – I heard this argument elsewhere, so I'm not going to like claim that it was mine. But if you're the NBA, the only thing that is going to stop you from coming back is basically like an outbreak. If you're Jonas, you want a shot at the championship. And you're basically the biggest star in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. If you're LeBron – 
you definitely want this shot at a championship. Oh, yeah. And you're by far the biggest star in the NBA, if not the world. So, I mean, that, that was the point that was explained to me, basically, is like, who's going to stop the NBA from happening, ultimately? It has to be a huge outbreak in the bubble or whatever. Yep. I mean, you, you see those convention centers that they're setting up as courts. Those are incredible. I mean, this is going to be incredible to see. The, 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 the TBT looks like it's way better than that. Can you imagine the Buffalo Convention Center? Oh, my gosh. Rocking with, with uh, Kawhi going against uh, – or no, who would it be? It would be like Giannis going against uh, the, the uh, Boston Celtics and Brad Stevens. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, it would be incredible. Buffalo has a bubble. But where was I going with that? Come on. I just had something. Uh, you, got a, you got an NBA w- most likely to come back. So I was saying NBA oh, yeah. because LeBron's going to force it. MLB, oh, yeah, no. MLB yeah, very it. likely. Again, I put both those at 85% or more to start. NHL, I still got it like 60, 65-ish percent. I figured out what I was going to say. When you said outbreak, like, I feel like these leagues have to expect some people are going to test positive. So what's the breaking point? Like, I would say, like, I mean? two teams completely taken out. Like, and I, I hate that I had to say it like that. But, yeah, yeah, it's like you said, if there's a four-person outbreak on the – like, I'm just grabbing at straws here. On the Utah Jazz, I mean, they've already, like, had Jokic and Gobert or whatever. Yeah. I, I, is LeBron just going to be like, I'm done? Like, no, no. They know that going in. And that's the same thing. You I agree. About- we, want, we want nothing more than everybody to stay healthy. We also want sports to come back. That's why this discussion occurs. Like, what's the balance going to be? I mean, yeah. obviously, like, don't get me wrong. If anyone, like, goes seriously ill in any form, I think that those leagues are seven. But if, but if you got a guy who's walking around like he's fine and he tests positive yeah. for coronavirus and like four or five others do, I don't think they're just going to stop these leagues. No. And then how about, though, college football, college sports in the fall? You see a lot of cancellations of fall, uh, of fall college athletics right now. Ivy League, once again, starts at first. You saw they did it in the beginning of the virus, in the pandemic in March, right? They were the first league. The canceler conference tournament. Very foreboding. It's very foreboding, the fact that they're doing it right now. It makes yeah. you think it's going to be just a matter of time before the hammer drops. Yeah. So that, it's a very scary thing to think about, that they were, they were on it first last time, you know, three, four months ago. They did it again this time. It's, it, like, can you see it, like, where, like, the SEC plays, but the Pac-12 doesn't? I could. Like, I could. How does that work? It's, abs- it's absurd. How really? is it, like – how is there, like, you know, how are they pushing pe- kids back to school? Like, it doesn't make any sense really that that's happening. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's a lot like, of different, like, things that are just at play. There's no universe source. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not great. No, you're right. It's not like the NFL is saying about this, about all the fans, or college sports is just, yep. this is what we're doing. It's, like, separate schools. That's going to be weird. Right, I'm, I'm thinking of a scenario, but it's kind of like everybody's, like, Looking to the side, like, can we go? Like, can we go? Can we go? <laughs> yes. Like, but they can't go. They're like, oh, can we go? It's like when, uh, it's like the end of a school day or the end of a school period when, like, you know, everyone would start to pack. So there'd be that first person who would like slam their like folder start grabbing the bag like, yeah. like don't you back up yeah but that's yeah. what they're saying everyone's going to zip the bag as far as these things are concerned and like the teacher of coronavirus is literally like, ah, ah, ah. Yep. I would 100% be the kid to do the slow zip. Like, <laughs> you are a slow zipper for sure. I had to get it done. Uh, but Maniac. I know where this Mark, is going. Yeah, you know where this is going. Mark Allnut with another press conference today. 
unfortunately, we, uh, we weren't able to make it, weren't able to be there. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I checked the mail. But any thoughts on that press conference? Did you hear anything? I know um, Heather Prusak was tweeting about it, Beauvais. Any thoughts off uh, what Allnut had to say today? Yep, all the local reporters chiming in on it, um, obviously. But, yeah, there's an open date, I believe, for the start of the season. Uh, I mean, you know, we weren't there, obviously. But, uh, you know, he was cautiously optimistic. Uh, and we're talking about, of course, athletic director Mark Allnut uh, about – two to three weeks ago. I think it was June 15th when he had his other press conference. And he said, if you ask me the question now, I'm very cautious. So he's cautiously optimistic. Now he's downgraded that to cautious. So to be honest, I mean, I think we are very much trending towards a spring season. I mean, that would be kind of sick though, right? Yeah. I mean, it sucks to wait for sports, but at least, I mean, But, but the whole sportscape is going to change anyway because you're getting MLB that you weren't getting before that's going to be going there. You're going to get NBA that you weren't getting before. Yeah, and what? And realistically, NHL and NBA starting their seasons January 1st, right? They're yeah, starting a new season, yeah. Yeah, they're not coming back in October. There's no way. Someone, someone said that every other team is basically going to have like 20 days off and the Sabres and six other teams are going to be off for nine months. Oh, my God. Advantage? Blue and gold. Oh, by the way, thank you for bringing that up. How about Lindy Ruff? Lindy Ruff, welcome back, Lindy. Were you expecting that? I never thought that was going to happen. It was one of those things that we got very excited when we saw the rumor, so we tried to ride it as much as possible because we didn't think it was going to happen. Like, that's basically what happens. When you see a rumor that you're not sure it's going to happen, you better ride that rumor out. Like, when they said the Sabres were going to be in the group of 24, we were all over it, you know? Yeah. But uh, glad to see him back. I think that, like I – you know, kind of sarcastically commented, but it's true. I can't wait to see him take an undermanned Devils team on a lengthy playoff run. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm low-key a Devils fan, too. Like, awesome. Yeah, if Sabres get out, I'm, I'm in on the Devils immediately. immediately. No doubt. Yeah. They're my team now. I, I didn't have a secondary team, really, before this. Some people do with, like, Couture in uh, San Jose because he's a Buffalo guy. Yep. Some people have other connections, like other players. Ovechkin. But, uh yep. Caps in five is still alive, but uh, that was amazing. Yeah, especially after they lost game one. But uh, yeah. oh, speaking of, uh, you, you keep like you're feeding me these I'll transitions to... right now. Caps in five is still alive. Speaking of that, let's get into some gambling. Burr's locks. He's the one who had Caps in five is still alive. Uh, the McAdoo domination maniac. Let's start off with McAdoo right now because he just started writing for Trainwreck Sports recently. And I've never seen someone – he's not picking spreads. He's not picking old runders. He's picking you winners. And I don't care if they're favorites. It's tough to pick a favorite and win. But when you're picking 5-1, to 6-1, to 7-1, and you're doing the research on the courses and the racetracks, it's pretty impressive. No doubt about it. I think, yeah, what, he went two for three over these last two weeks. So, very incredible. And, yeah. People always chirp in, oh, he's picking favorites. He's picking favorites. Sometimes the favorites win, folks. DeChambeau was a favorite a week ago. If you bet on him, it catches it. It's like it's just like in poker. It's like sometimes you push in with the wrong hand. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask how you get there. If you get to the tickets, the winning ticket, that's what it's all about. So our guy ZT McAdoo, killing it. So make sure you yep. give him a follow, obviously. I mean, if you like free money. And, and I Mania mean, could not agree more with what you just said. I don't care if you hit a bet with three underdogs. Or you do it with five favorites. If you're cashing a ticket and you're somehow trying to make money, 
and be consistent with it. It's all that matters. How about that Tottenham game today? People couldn't wait to hate on what an ugly game it was. You think Burrs was complaining as he cashes draw? Right. He did call a draw. That was that's. Amazing. I've never seen 12 minutes of stoppage time. By the way, I'm just gonna say that. Oh, when you guys tweeted me that, I'm like, no. <laughs> it was literally like, comical to see 12 up there. Was literally like like a gambling nightmare. Like my first, I was like, the over has hope. <laughs> but my my first instinct was like, did someone like tear their ACL in the field? Like, how did that happen? Like, you think apparently there was happened? a head injury. Apparently there was a head injury that uh. Our friend Nick Mendola went up. By the way, check out FC Buffalo. A new kit just dropped. Oh, how about Nick Mendola today? This VAR never stops. I mean, Seriously, me, VAR – diamonds are a girl's best friend, but VAR is a D-Gen's best friend, like you said, Al. Oh, I was I was ripping on Elbers right away. I saw Bournemouth score, or scored. I was like, <laughs> it's like let's go. He's going to lose this. He's going to lose both. And then VAR, like <laughs> it, that was an unbelievable VAR because by the time, like they didn't even do like an actual lengthy review. It was just by the time they were done celebrating, it just showed on the screen decision, no goal. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, so they were literally oh. celebrating, like and like like they said, the announcers coyly put it. They're like, you could see, you could see two or three players there acting acting sheepish. Like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it was really good, but. It's like the Flash Score commenting. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best. I'll tell you, Score Mobile, you're so on the hot seat with Flash Score. Flash Score has you crushed. Flash Score gives you the update 20 seconds more before the TV hits. It's incredible. So, if you're watching, a, like, an EPL game, 7 a.m. Saturday, turn off Flash Score. Because if you want to watch the game and have fun with that, you're, they'll ruin it for you. No I doubt. was always confused when, when Stucky said he was getting the updates before he before he saw the uh, score or whatever or on yeah. the TV. I'm like I'm like Score Mobile doesn't do that, you know. His action app doesn't do that, but yeah, Flash Score does for sure. So real quick, before we go to other futures that we want to talk about, any anything else you want to talk about when it comes to soccer? How you bet it? What's your you know how do you, what do you lean which way? To be honest, I mean, you know my approach. I, I have a I lean sharp. I always lean like the sharp side or whatever. what doesn't make sense. So all I'm saying is when I see like a soccer score that's like an under two and a half and there's just massive juice on the under, I mean, I, I always lean under in those cases. I mean, it's just hard. Yeah. It's a boring bet. And, you know, says that one, but it's all about the body of work. You might not win that one, but I think those hit at like 50 something percent. You know oh, I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think those are below for it. And then, uh, you know, I do like uh, a lot of people tend like the minus 150 to 200 favorites to like favor those too much. I, I like Burr's snake. I don't know what uh, the lines were in today's game, but I like when those to go drop because versus that long shot covering, they'll just play that draw game. Yep. Dude, it's great you bring that up because the in La Liga today, it was like Ibar versus I can't remember who it was, but over under was like minus one and a, or sorry, one and a half. Yeah, and under like that's not even a question. To me. That's like seeing a college basketball over under that's like one sixteen and a half. And what do you think the final score was? One one on a PK in the ninety fourth minute. Zero zero. Like when you exactly maniac. There was only see, two choices there. It was either zero zero or one one with a PK. Yeah. When you see an over under of one and a half, or you see an under two and a half, that's minus one fifty. I I would go over more. I'd say sixty five seventy yep. percent's going under. Yep. So. And that's the way I've been leaning as well. I've been betting a lot of soccer unders, and I love the creek because of the adjusted lines. Yeah, they are giving you a lot of options. We've seen uh, you like, and some friends taking advantage there. 
Yeah. So you see it under two and a half. You want to you want to be a little more safe. Tease it to three and a half. Add another play in or two or three, and have some fun with that because soccer games aren't going to score three, four, five goals. The best take it was was the person that commented. So you're basically just betting on the most boring outcome. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just had like three unders and yeah. like a draw, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. And you have yeah. I got Greggy Parlays. Yeah, it always brings this up to me. And what does he say? You're rooting for no sports. And I'm like, yep, I'm rooting for unders. I'm rooting for the non-sexy pick. Everyone's betting over. So speaking of sexy pick, let's go to UFC 251 Fight Island this weekend. We'll have Ryan Thomas all over it. He's going to go live before. He'll be live during and after. He'll also be posting his locks. Three picks beforehand. He does it every time UFC's going off on a Saturday night. We got Masvidal versus Usman, or Usman, Maniac. This matchup, it's the biggest one of the night, reminds me of, I don't know what it reminds me of. I was going to ask you what it reminds you of because you know why? Everyone loves the dog in this one. Everyone's yeah, why is, why is everybody over the dog? I've never seen such a massive group of people all over the dog. The last time I remember an underdog being getting this much pop in UFC was when Brock Lesnar made his return against uh, Mark, whatever his name was. And, and Lesnar did win as an underdog, if you remember that situation. Maniac, tell me the last time in sports you've seen like, people just love, love the dog. Probably, my, and, and you, my, probably my, my pick of the century pick last year when I picked Raptors game one versus the Warriors. But I yes, digress. That's a great example. I digress, but uh, no, yeah, you're right. It's crazy to see them all. It makes me think the, uh, the, the favorite in a quick one, to be honest. Yeah, just so, seeing the underdog so much. Yeah, this, this line, when it came out, when Masvidal was locked in, Usman was minus 300. He's already down to minus 250, and uh, Masvidal is plus 200. So, yeah, I don't know. It uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, take the juice. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, you got to find a way to maybe parlay that somehow with another lock on Saturday. Think about it. You're talking about the line minus 300 going to minus 250. That's almost minus 240, which would be 20% of line movement. So that's the equivalent of a line going from a pick em even to a minus 120. I mean, that's yep. significant movement. Yeah, and people love Masvidal. He's been in the UFC for, for forever. You know, he's a fan, fan favorite. favorite. Exactly. Yep. It's like when McGregor's an underdog somehow, or like you always fade that pick. Yeah, I love Usman in this one. That's my pick. Uh, obviously, Ryan Thomas, we know he's a big underdog guy, but we'll see what happens Saturday night. But, yeah, I'll most likely be taking the favorite in that one. My, uh, my parlay, Paige Van Zant and Jose Aldo. Okay. I saw Aldo on that card. Yeah. So you just that, keep, keep an eye on that. What's that parlay payout? I don't, I don't look at the numbers till I win. Okay. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> pretty let's, interesting let's look into the nba now i know that's something we're going to talk about we think that's the number one sport in america that's going to come back for sure maniac i know you wanted to talk about the futures in this and the nba is classic once again where you're literally taking you have two options here you're taking the lakers or the clippers against the box i don't see any other scenario that hits yeah, so this is the, the dilemma you got to face. Basically, the Bucks are a heavy favorite, just like they were last year, by the way. Uh, I think the Raptors were about plus 230 in that Eastern Conference, so, so that, that's a massive underdog there. But 
Bucks minus 165 currently to coast that conference. It seems like the only team they really think could be in their way is the Boston Celtics because the Raptors record-wise, you would think they could be in their way. But the fact that they're plus 700, I think, is pretty telling. I think the public or, or you know, the, the book in this case is uh, saying that they're out on the Raptors' repeat success that they were having before the stoppage. Yeah, I mean, I'm not laying the juice minus 165 to win the East. I mean, I'd much rather – what are the Celtics? Are they seven to one, eight to one, two? Plus plus seven, plus seven hundred, and they play first game back. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, I, I'm definitely not laying that on the on the box. And then you go out west. I mean, you have the Lakers, you have the Clippers to win the West. They're both like what plus two twenty five, plus two thirty. I don't see really any value there either. Um, maybe take the. Uh, I don't even. Well, know. Well, if you're gonna do that, you might as well just take them to win the NBA championship and get yes. a lot. that's what we're talking about we're talking about betting smart i mean necessarily it doesn't it's not always about winners it's about getting that that v word al value value has everything you need um but yeah you're looking at what opening night july 30th and july 31st like i cannot wait for all day sports yeah, it's, it's going to be, be incredible. NHL finally scheduling uh, – or you're projecting the schedule correctly as well. Oh, yeah. Have you I looked at go. any of the uh, – sorry. Have you looked at any of the opening night lines for, uh, for the NBA? Yes, I just pulled that up. And don't you love it? Clippers-Lakers is opening night. Clippers-Lakers well, and, and Celtics-Bucks. Uh, it's almost like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And it's just so weird. Like, in these games, and even in these soccer games that I've been betting and that you've been betting, there's like, you used to have to worry about that home court advantage. Yeah. So you're, you're not laying juice on that anymore, anymore. You know what I mean? So like, I've seen games where like, you have the Bucks are minus five and a half on opening night against the Celtics. If that was in Milwaukee, would they be minus nine? Yeah. Minus eight? Yep. That's like, a legit question. I think that's very telling. I think it's a very telling line. I like the Celtics in that game. Yeah. So you're betting these games now without fans, which is, it's, it's crazy to me. And you have the, the Kings, Spurs. Kings are minus three in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, it's just like you look at these lines. It's crazy. Yeah. But you got no. you to you be able to adjust this better now and get this done. My favorite, my opening night lock for NBA, July 30th, 6.30 p.m. game. Jazz versus Pelicans. Pelicans minus two, minus 112. Lay the juice. Take the Pelicans minus 150 to win that game. You're not, you cannot tell me that Zion's not going to win his first game back. I think everyone is going to be fading the Jazz and that COVID. So I'm saying, <laughs> I, I didn't want to bring that up, but that's a big factor too. I love the Jazz. Give me the Jazz. I'll, ta- I'll take I'll wait as line. it gets closer, but you're right. If everyone is all over, I might maybe, maybe tease it up. Plus four, plus, plus four. Yeah, plus four, four and a half, five and a half. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for these games. So, um, play, so not a lot of value in the NBA. Like we say, it's very top-heavy. A little bit uh, different in the uh, MLB landscape. Now. MLB. Let's go. Where are we at here? I mean, so we got the 60-game season. We got yeah. the MLB futures pulled up here. So let's start. Uh, can you go – can you – are you pulled – you got the win total pulled up? Futures. Yep. MLB team wins? Okay. Yep. So let's do let's do a lightning shoot through these real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you them and you just tell me what you got. D backs over under 30 and a half. Under. Braves under over 33 and a half. Over. 
Orioles over under 20 and a half. Way under. Red Sox over under 30 and a half. Under. Under is juiced to minus 130 on that one, by the way. I Chicago Cubs over under 31 and a half. Under. Southside, White Sox over under 31 and a half. Over. Reds over under 31 and a half. Over. Indians over under 33 and a half. Juice on the 33 over. Under. Colorado Rockies over under 27 and a half. Over. Detroit Tigers over under 22 and a half. They stink. Under. Astros over under 34 and a half. I think they're going over because of no fans. Over. Okay, that will benefit them for sure. Royals over under 25 and a half. Sorry, Geary, under. Angels, with, who added uh, Rendon and now have Joe Madden, as we, as we discussed, over under 31 and a half. Over. Dodgers over under 37 and a half, with juice on the under. Under. Marlins over under 24 and a half. Under. Brewers over under 31 and a half with Yelich. Over. Twins over under 34 and a half. Over. Big Twins guy, over. Okay, Mets over under 32 and a half. That would be a pretty good season. Over. Yankees over under 36 and a half. Big juice on the over. Pass. Over under athletics, 33 and a half. Wow. 33 and a half for the athletics. Over. Okay. Phillies over under 30 and a half. Under. Pirates over under 25 and a half. They stink too. Under. Padres over under 30 and a half. Over. Giants over under 25 and a half. Under. Mariners over under 24 and a half. Under. Cardinals over under 31 and a half. Over. Tampa Bay Rays over under 33 and a half. Over. Rangers over under 29 and a half. Under. Buffalo Blue Jays over under 27 and a half with a lot of juice on the under. Over. Nats, champion last year, over under 33 and a half. Under. You just ran the gauntlet, my man. Nice work. Jeez. <laughs> There's a lot of MLB teams. You must, you must have lost your way a little bit there. I was not I, I thought you were doing like five. No, no, no. I know. I just I, – I, we hit a rhythm. You were, you were in the zone. But wow. besides that, like we said, uh, it's all about the value. When you see yeah. the uh, futures for the pennant or the World Series, is anything sticking out to you? Uh, yeah. I think the biggest one is the Braves. I mean, you have the Dodgers and the Yanks. There's no point in betting that. Three to one, three and a half to one, four to one to win the World I agree. Series. Agree. Um, I think this could be producer Burrs' Braves this time. I really do. I, I bet Braves win the the East, the the pennant, and the World Series. Um, yeah, that's definitely my play. And like I said, with the Astros, low key. No fans is huge benefit. They were going to get crushed in April and May. They were going to get crushed. They were going to be 20 and 35 at best. Dude, if they had fans, I would pound that under so hard. But now I think that's the play. I really do. They locked out this season so big and people have kind of forgotten about it. And then when you don't have fans, they're going to be rolling. I love, I think the Astros in the AL and the Braves in the NL, those are my two plays. 
if you can, I mean, I think parlaying the Dodgers and the Yankees to meet in the World Series is a great play. I know that those odds are terrible, like by themselves, but you, yeah. you parlay two four and a half to ones. I think at the Yankee, the Astros are the only team that's going to be in the Yankees' way. And yes, M- playoff yeah. series are always close, but the Dodgers yeah. have won so many playoff series over the past seasons. It's going to be a shortened season. They got a great young pitching staff behind Kershaw. He can give them some valuable things. People say he's a choke artist, but yeah, you know. You take away one bad game at Houston that he had in the playoffs and his numbers look a little bit better. So we'll see. But yeah, all about that value. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely out there as, as sports are priming to return now. All right. And can I give you an example of something real quick? You look at the Yankees who are to make the playoffs minus 670. No plus 460. You go to the Atlanta Braves, who I just talked about is like my team to go in the NL. To make the playoffs, yes and no, minus 110. Yeah, pick them. Like, that makes sense. Dude, the Mets are such a variable team. Think about the past two to three years, how, like, there have always been those Mets runs. And they still got DeGrom. They yep. still got Noah Syndergaard. So, anytime those guys can go up. I think Syndergaard was, like, shut down earlier. Is he still not playing? Yeah, Syndergaard right now, oh, he's, I, think he's, I think he's ready to go. Get that in. I'm but dude, the, the Mets right now, to qualify the playoffs, no, minus 165. Yeah. Oh, favorite. Wow. Okay, so I'm off. What, the Phillies? I mean, I guess they, they just guess it's going to be a very contested division. Phillies? I don't know. I think Furs has been talking me up about the Braves a lot. Well, and, and, the, uh, and they're at a pick them to make the playoffs? I think they make the playoffs for sure. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they've got, they got to make up for last year. Remember when, they, remember when they got dropped – when St. Louis dropped a 10 spot on them in the first inning? Yes. Oh, my God, that over-under in that, that game. It feels yeah. like it was so long ago. Yep, over in the first half, top, top one. Unreal. Unbelievable. I'll never forget that. Yep. That is Great memory there. Um, so, yeah, big weekend. Like I said, the main focus right now, UFC 251 Fight Island. Our Ryan Thomas will be going nuts. He'll be taking over. With shout out to our insiders, Ryan Thomas and McAdoo, getting it done in those uh, sports. Not a lot of major sports to bet yep. on, but UFC and racing, they're there, folks. Hey, don't forget Burrs. Yeah, well, Burrs has been here the whole time. Uh, I mean, Burrs, okay. is, Burrs is a ledge, but uh, yep. yeah, obviously, he's, producer he's a, Burrs. Yeah, he's a leg, <laughs> a big old leg, a big old leg. But uh, I think I just found my newest lock. Braves make the playoffs minus one time. I mean, I'm sorry. That's foolish. That is just – they are – how are they not making the playoffs? It's fair. They have so, a very good young staff for sure. Real um, quick, before we sign off, yep. I do got to say that we are not declaring war, but, but we're, we're, we're upset about not being at that media event, the, the, uh, the golf. Buffalo Bills media event. Yeah, it's uh, – it wasn't done on purpose. I, I, no. I'm going to say that right now. So when I say we're upset, we're not thinking that, like, you know, any of the people who didn't invite us are vindictive against us or anything. No. It's just, but when you get overlooked like that, it, it knocks you down, Peg, and it's just going to make us uh, grind it out that much more. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was just going to say that's only going to make us work that much harder, you know, to our goal and what we want to do and what we want to be. And, uh, yeah, it sucks. Um, you figure that's, like, an obvious event. You know, it's very easy. It's not difficult for us. Some coverage. I mean, it's, almost, it's almost like you'd want someone who had, like, covered a golf event recently that, like, did a good job with a media member. You would think. You would think. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what we do with Geary, 
the views that were put up. I mean, the amount of people that were there today. I, mean, I, I guarantee you it was, John, it was Johnny Three Dubs that kept us out of that, to be honest. Uh, and then the, the, the rivalry grows then. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's, there's always those couple people, you know, I no, no, don't want them there, don't want this. Yeah, Johnny Three Dubs, none too pleased about us getting that scoop on uh, La Matina last week. Oh, my God. Blowout city. Yeah, it's just, what are you going to do? That's, I, like, there's nothing we can do, but work harder, grind harder, and people already know this train's not stopping. So That's what I'm saying. It's almost like yeah. this trainer says, if you think that now, I mean, I'm just going to go on record. I'm upset about it. Nope. I, I am. Everybody knows that. I'm not hiding nope. it. But if you think that being told that we're, like, you know, not a part of some group or, or not included in a social group, if you think for a second that that's not literally going to be rocket fuel to this train, then yep. you haven't been paying attention. You haven't yep. been watching the whole time. Our team, it gets continuing to grow. More and more passengers every day, Al. Oh, I mean, you see the people we've been bringing on, more content, more writers, and I'm not going to let out a secret just yet, but, yeah, we got some big-time people signing up with us very soon. Really exciting stuff. So, yeah, like you said, Maniac, we're not stopping anytime soon. And, uh, yeah, look at the work that's been done with literally no sports. No American sports in how many months now? And the train's only been picking up speed. So beware, people. I'm excited. Everyone should be excited. And, uh, yeah, let's have a great Thursday night. Any final words, Maniac? None. Couldn't have said it better myself. Good night.